Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Energy Master Teacher and author of the newest book in the trilogy, A New Life Awaits, which shares stories and messages from spirit, showing us that our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, just a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. I am most delighted to welcome Sherrianna Boyle, a former guest of the show and author of her new book, Emotional Detox for Anxiety, which unlike most books that treat the symptoms, wellness expert Ms. Boyle guides you to cleanse your life of anxiety with an emotional detox treating the underlying causes of painful emotion. Hello, Sherrianna, and it's a delight to talk to you again. Oh, hi. Thanks for, so much for having me, Cheryl. Sherrianna, for listeners who would like to hear the discussion that you and I had on your book, Mantras, an Important Tool for Awakening, uh, please go to CherylGlick.com, the radio page, February 2018. Sherrianna, as listeners have come to expect over the years, my guests and I share intimate and insightful metaphysical views of both our physical and our energetic aspects. As we come to know, we are much more than our physical bodies, and life must be experienced on a mental, emotional, physical, and on spiritual levels. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Sherrianna Boyle, will show us how to avoid a life of chronic worry and to understand our reactions to stress and doubt and then begin to experience an anxiety detox which is a symptomatic and mindful way to purge harmful thoughts. Once freed from the burden of this, uh, through this anxiety detox, you can return to a joyful, carefree state, which is our normal state as a soul, to enjoy life, to be healthy, to be loving, and, and not to live in the fear of our mind or ego-based thoughts. Sherrianne, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event, a value that you may have had uh, that may have signaled to you or others uh, the life path or destiny or lifestyle you would live as an adult. So think back. I'm sure there were many people over the years, but the first one that comes to mind might be important. You know, Cheryl, the first one that comes to mind, I was just thinking to myself, I wonder if this is the same thing I said in our last interview. That could be okay. <laughs> and it was, but it's the first thing that popped in, and that that is a childhood memory. I think it was about 12, which is my youngest daughter's age. Of I had a babysitting job. And when I was on my way to that job walking, I would pass a church. And I remember one day hearing the people singing in the church. And I decided to go in and sit in the pew and just kind of soak up the vibration in that church, which is kind of interesting because it's not something most 12-year-olds would do, at least... (laughs) Lisa, I, I don't know anybody that would just go into some strange church. It ended up being a Baptist church, which wasn't our religion. I was raised Catholic, but my parents were very open, thank goodness, and 
when I went and told them, they they were thrilled. They just said, "Wow, that's wonderful." So I kept going after that. You were you were drawn to that place. Maybe you needed to hear from uh, the minister there, a reverend, something that would be important to you, or maybe the energy of that place at that moment just called to you to come in and sit down and be quiet and be surrounded by the love of spirit. Mm. So, it, it 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 wasn't random. It was something that was yeah. important in your development. Mm. And those things happen to us when we're open-hearted and open-minded. And it's a beautiful thing. It is mm-hmm. a really, really beautiful thing. So let's yeah. go on to what is an emotional detox? Let our listeners know. Sure. So um, emotional detox is so that there's a core book and the core book is called emotional detox. And in in that book, I lay out a foundation and the foundation is, well, what exactly what you're asking? What exactly is an emotional detox? What is it based on? And then I also have steps that you can follow, follow and they're placed in the acronym of cleanse. So the the seven steps are the process of moving through an emotional detox. And so what the concept of it is based on in that first, I call that the core book, is that emotions are not the problem. It is the way that we have learned how to react to them. Mm. And it also is based on the premise that all emotions are good. All emotions are good so long as you process them. Yes, you have, when, to, you have to digest them, and you exactly. have to uh, develop good perceptions about why you're having these emotions, because we have to, really, we're born into this physical life to feel. It's very yeah. important that we feel, and many people turn that off, because there's sometimes discomfort in feeling something that's not uh, part of our usual you know, daily life or perceptions. You also said, like a physical detox, an emotional detox removes unwanted impurities in thoughts and at the cellular level. So in essence, it's really a systematic and mindful way to purge undigested emotions, which get stuck inside us. That's right. And so much of it happened when we were children. We didn't know how to process any of that negativity and impressions that people, teachers, parents, you know, friends, imprinted things on us. And we accepted it all because we were loving souls, you know. So, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and we we also observed a lot. We observed a lot of reactivity. We observed how our parents and caregivers and loved ones, how they reacted and managed their own emotions. And very often when we are observing something, we're actually observing a reactive pattern. And then sometimes we get become a part of that pattern because we start to internalize what is happening. And that's a lot of what... So the next book after Emotional Detox was is called, what you were mentioning, Emotional Detox for Anxiety. And mm-hmm. that speaks to more, well, how, do, how what is anxiety... And what is the core? And again, it speaks to unprocessed, suppressed, and repressed emotions, just like you're saying. 
Yeah, and you know what? Uh, my parents were big warriors. <laughs> big warriors. And, yeah. you know, I observed and, and, and I felt, because I'm an empath, and I could feel, but I couldn't understand because yeah. I didn't want to feel that way. I wanted to laugh and run and jump and be free of it. But still, it was imprinted on me. And it took many, many years for me yeah. to understand where it came from. It didn't come from inside my plan and life destiny and my soul. It was yeah. given to me. And uh, you do say that anxiety and all its re related thinking, analyzing, and worrying, worrying yeah. can take an immense uh, toll on your body, yeah. mind, and spirit. So I yeah. think, mm, I'm, I'm going to say almost most people, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say almost most people are experiencing some yeah. form of anxiety and the pain and insomnia, indigestion. Yeah. Look how many people have health issues. And yeah. wear and tear in their relationships. So, yeah, yeah. go on to tell us. Uh, so we know anxiety comes from worry and from the impressions yeah. put upon us as a child. Uh, yeah. Now, there are generally five predominant anxiety disorders. And most yeah. people will not think in terms of this, but it's kind of sure. important they understand. They might sure. have one aspect. They might have two aspects. Yeah. They they may not even have any of these aspects, but they may still have it at times anyhow. Yeah. So tell yeah. us something about those five predominant anxiety disorders. Yeah, I mean, the thing about them all, I mean, there's all sorts of anxiety disorders, and I, I'm, I'm certainly not, it's really an overview so people know when it gets to that level, which is chronic. But I think it's also, like you said, it's gotten very muddled. Because, especially because we're dealing with a, a coronavirus now and lots of uncertainty in the world. It's almost like I, I hate to even put a label on anything because it's. I think we're going to have to go back to the DSM and kind of take a look at that, right? <laughs> I don't like and, labels either. Yeah, yeah. But Except if we're diagnosing all, yeah. someone for to get help and it gives yeah. them the help they need, but that's all it's sure. good for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what they have in common... I mean, there's panic, you know, there's panic disorder, there's social anxiety, there, there's generalized anxiety, there's, there's several, there's agoraphobia, there's all, all sorts of phobias that can happen. But the thing that I find in my work is that the thing that they all have in common is, one, chronic worrying and ruminating, and it's typically fear of the future, worrying about the what-ifs, the unknown. And the unknown, <laughs> right? And then also getting, getting hum, hung up on the past. It's almost like they relive the past over and over again. Whether it's consciously or unconsciously, there's reminders that show up, right? So there's like um, post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that that people get triggered. Yes. and That's an important what, word, trigger. Yes. Because something happens... And you immediately go back to the incident. You may, yeah. it may be in your subconscious. You may not be aware right. of it, but something triggers you and you react exactly the same way you did when it happened, even if it was 20 years ago. And you're yeah. not aware of it. So it's only in coming to understand why you react that way and yeah. starting to, to 
see it before it triggers you uh, that you can overcome a lot of this. And it's by becoming aware and it's allowing yourself to to process any of these hurts and not bury it any longer. So right. it's also, it's like a form of transparency and and honesty yeah. about yourself and the people in your life and what has happened. But let's yeah. go on to this is important. How do you know you're experiencing anxiety? I mean, yeah. there's many ways. Well, uh, right. I mean, the thing that, uh, well, there's the, sim- the typically we look at the symptoms and yes. that, mm-hmm. that is the, again, it's the chronic worrying and the, the nervousness and then there's physical symptoms, which is sometimes people, it shows up through TMJ, which is a, you know, pain in the jaw or maybe irritable irritable bowels or uh, nervousness or, again, it could show up in relationships like what you mentioned earlier. It can take its toll. We can become very fearful. We can become isolated, isolating yeah. ourselves. And, I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch of symptoms. The thing that I think it would be good for your listeners to know that you, you and I know is, is it's not going to go away on its own. And I think sometimes yeah. we think, okay, well, this is just a phase. And that's the difference between stress and anxiety. Stress, we all go through stress, and it's not going away. <laughs> no. Right? Well, right, right now it's at its, <laughs> it's at its highest point perhaps ever. But but you yeah. see what you and I are doing now? We're laughing. Yeah. You yeah. see? There yeah. are many ways to release this. And there are many right. ways to be proud of yourself. You know, when I read yeah. this in your book, like things like I'm constantly on the go. I am so behind in my work that I don't know where to start. I can't mm-hmm. concentrate when my heart palpitates. Mm-hmm. I dread. Well, I don't dread, but I don't always like going into a new or crowded area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I eat when I'm mm-hmm. stressed. I hate when things are, are out of order. Uh, I have a few of these. Yeah. Things And I would imagine most people do. But because yeah. I have spent the last 25 years yeah. understanding energy and, yeah. and our thoughts and what creates this fear and how to reduce it, which yeah. your book certainly helps to show listeners yeah. and readers how to do this, and my Reiki energy healing, That's when right. I do sessions with people shows people how to look at their emotions and and the experiences they've had and to learn that experiences not really are not really good or bad they just are experiences sure. and we can learn to keep ourselves by deep breathing in a yeah. quieted state and so we've conquered a lot of this maybe not the physical so, symptoms yeah. because the physical symptoms are a little yeah. harder to conquer yeah, because they yeah. they work on through the brain and through the subconscious and yeah. you know, but we can and most people who are doing the work yeah. do start to see the difference in how uh, they're responding to activities. So let's go on to yeah. this is important. You discuss yeah. process versus unprocessed emotions. Can yeah. you tell us more about that? Yeah, so it- it's similar to the trigger discussion. One of the ways that you know if you have an emotion unprocessed me is because you get triggered. And so triggers show up in a number of ways. One of the ways they show up most is through thinking, through chronic thinking and ruminating. 
So when we start to ruminate and think particularly negative or fearful thoughts, that is a sign that, that you are in a trigger. And according to the emotional detox perspective, you can you can look you have two choices. You either can listen to those thoughts and play out those narratives which have, and then you risk the chance of re traumatizing yourself again because it's like a recording, you just replay that. And then your body has to go through all of that again. And it can feel overwhelming and that is another word that you hear a lot from people who truly are experiencing anxiety. They feel overwhelmed and they feel out of control. And so they're usually, when this is happening, it's a sign that they're doing the replay button. Yes. And they're putting themselves through it over again. They're running the memory again through the body, and they don't know what to do, and they go into panic, and they go into worry, and then they might say things or do things that don't match who they really are. And it's scary. It's scary because you start to lose yourself and you don't recognize yourself. Or you start to believe that maybe this is you. And or or so, you can look for ways to feel better. And that's why there are so many yeah. people who are alcoholics or use drugs or yeah. uh, you know abuse themselves. And are, Yeah, because I, I'm going to say once again, I, I want our listeners to really understand this. Yeah. This is not a, a syndrome that is uh, only for a, a small percentage of the population. I would say yeah. this covers almost every woman one in some shape yeah. or form. And you talk about um, the energy of anxiety can show up in many physical ways. And many yeah. people going to the doctor with these symptoms are yeah. not really sick. They just yeah. haven't learned to process their emotions. And That's some, right. I want to read some of these symptoms because they're important. Sure. Uh, you, you can feel a hollow or tight sensation in the pit of your stomach. That, yeah. That's what most people associate with anxiety. Yeah. But other than that, there's many more. A lump yeah. or tension in your throat and chest, heart palpitations or accelerated heartbeat, heaviness yeah. in the heart area, nervousness, yeah. jitters, being overwhelmed, as you said, pressure mm-hmm. in the head. They can think they're having a stroke. They can think yeah. they're having a brain tumor, but it's not. Stiffness yeah. or sweating in the palms of your hands and tightness. You said this earlier, or tension yeah. in the chest, jaws, jaw, neck, and shoulders. Yes. And uh, I yeah. think many people are having this. And then yeah. they get frightened. They're sick. They run to the doctor. And what does the doctor yeah. tell them? Well, they send you for a few tests, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then and then they tell you to lower your stress. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the the messages are starting to become more aligned. Yes. But when so when you recognize these, this I would call all of that. I'm putting my emotional detox hat on. That's someone in a trigger. Yeah. You can call it anxiety, but you can also call it they're in a trigger. They're in it. And so in that moment, you have two choices. You can either choose to heal, which would mean that you would be choosing the path of learning how to process your emotions, or you can re-traumatize yourself. And if, if you choose that path, then that looks like a lot of 
revisiting, rerunning, even running to the doctor. And I'm not telling people not to go to the doctor. I think that's the first place you ought to go. Yeah, you, <laughs> you want to rule some yes, things you out. Rule we're we're not saying that, that, right? But if the doctor says it's stress and you need to work on your stress levels, then you got to look at these two choices. Uh, either I choose to And be then you need to find a teacher, someone who can teach you meditation. You could yeah. go for energy healing. You could come to do yeah. your cleanse system. And then yeah. you need to do the work. And it boils down yeah. to this. Uh, we yeah. have to find a way to work through it. And yeah. uh, tell us about the cleanse method, what the, yeah. the letters so that's, stand that's for. The healing. Yeah. There we that's, go. There we go. Tell us about that. Yeah. So the cleanse is, it, it's in the acronym of cleanse, and it's seven steps, and you begin with the letter C, and you end with the letter E, and they go in order, and they build on each other. So it's not just a collection of tools thrown together. There's a system involved, and there's a reason why number two comes after number one. So I, I teach people how to move themselves through with the intention that eventually, if you do it enough times, it's like riding a bike, you can you can use the system on yourself. It gets easier. Yeah. Right. Right. So you have a system. Anxiety loves to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you sit in these symptoms. And it gets and it's a lot. So it loves to know, well, okay, when if I had should I have this sensation because there's like you said in the beginning discomfort now you have a plan and the plan is I always say go to step one you begin with step one it will never change and and so the C is the step one and I really put this together when I was going through my own emotional detox which is what the core book I taught share a little bit about that my own emotional trauma and what I learned by the grace of God, I went through this before I wrote the core book. I'm not sure if you have that one, Cheryl. I'm I not do. sure which one. The, the core one, yeah. So the white one. Mm-hmm. That is when I learned, and I, and I knew this, but I didn't really learn until I was going through it, that anxiety really does a number on your memory. Mm. <laughs> It is very tough on your memory because it's hard to process information. It's hard for children to learn. It's hard for adults to learn. You know, pe- people say, oh, well, you know, you have to re- I have to repeat everything to you. You don't listen. You know, I just told you that. Well, sometimes that's a sign that that person is experiencing anxiety. And the reason they're not hearing you is because they're in that, that they're always in this little bit of fight, flight, or, or yeah. freeze response. And the story that's running in their head. Mostly, exactly. Mostly which, which is not even real, but they have perceived it to be real through exactly. the feelings in their body. But let, let, yeah. let's do the cleanse and let's do the, uh, what each letter stands for. C okay, stands sure. for clear. To yeah, clear, C is clear reactivity. Right. So the first step is a bodily I give you ideas for bodily movement and breath to clear reactivity in the body, and that's only a very, I mean, we're talking about 20 to 30 seconds. L is is called look inward, and that's Mm. some statements that allow you to 
identify your emotions without getting into the story, without getting into the narrative, because it's not necessary to for processing. The E is called emit, and that is to bring vibration in, kind of like what you do with your yes. healing work. To help bring- to emit your best energy and love and compassion and goodness and everything from within you out into the world. Yeah. Once you've cleared the other things that are disrupting you. And the next yeah. one is activate. What do you mean by activate? Activate, activate comes in, activate is about visualization because you really, it can also come in other ways for people that are intuitive. It can show up as sometimes people get messages, some people they see something, or sometimes they're, I encourage them to learn how to use their imagination because a lot of people don't, with anxiety, either their imagination is too big and it goes wild and crazy mm-hmm. on them <laughs> or or they've blocked it off and they don't allow themselves to imagine. So it's usually one of the two. So sometimes I will guide for people, what does that look like? Right? So it's okay in your mind's eye and then that is the activate and then the N is called nourish and that's layered but in, in the basic formula it's about really learning how to, to care for yourself how to yeah. care for yourself yes. that's right mm. S, S is surrender which is I give some ideas and statements for that and then E is ease because you can't you can't be in that place of ease without going through those other steps. So the ease is really lear- landing in your I am presence, and that's really who you are and who you've always been. It's and just we, we become separate, but we become whole by the time we get to E. And you, you left the most important one out. Which you, one? you may have skipped over it. Joy. And, oh, okay. And, and this whole process... Is to bring us to our natural state of being, which is joy and peace and love. And and that is our soul or our inner being. And I I, I like that it's left for last because it is the culmination of what you're trying to do to help people remember who they are as souls having a physical life, spiritual Mm -hmm. beings of energy with great uh, potential. Uh, to yeah. live and create and manifest everything they need and want, but it's forgotten in the fear and the anxiety and the worry. And we need to learn many, many ways to accept things as they happen, <clears throat> yeah. to allow ourselves to accept <clears throat> everything as it happens. So yeah. I want to thank you, Sherrianna Boyle, author of Emotional Detox for anxiety, for sharing tools and your uh, very innovative seven-step cleanse method to help clear mind and body of thoughts and reactions that can cause fears and uh, misunderstanding, perceptions that are real against perceptions that are not very real and can take away our peace of mind and lead a, actually lead us to feel unsafe and unwell. To read more about how... To, to escape a life of chronic worry, go to SherryAnnaBoyle.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have actually discovered Sherry Anna's Boyle's system, the cleanse method, 
which offers a plan to integrate a new way to realize where anxiety, fear, past trauma lives in your mind, body, and spirit and teach you not only how to manage it, but how to release and move beyond it and conquer it towards happiness and joy. We have learned that anxiety and emotions are not necessarily bad and can guide us to know our deepest needs and desires to open up our heart and expect or manifest amazing things in our life beyond this fear and anxiety that you know sometimes we allow we do have choices we can allow ourselves to heal or we can allow ourselves to retreat back into that reactive state and and not put the time and effort into healing so Sheriana wrote because the cleanse method teaches you how to feel visualize and allow higher frequencies those are emotions into your life, higher emotions. Don't be surprised if you, like I, start manifesting ideas, things, situations, seeds, and dreams that you planted long ago. This is because when you are not attached to outcomes or extinguishing new, uh, or extinguishing new responses, opportunities and attitude shifts can happen. Sheriana and I would hope that these sensitive, empathic listeners who are searching for ways to deal with anxiety, which is often genetic as well as environmental, and uh, the way the body and spirit function to learn more about the possibilities of creating a fulfilling life, know that everything we deal with is an opportunity to move us to our higher self and ultimately joy. There are approaches such as energy healing and the cleanse method that can help you feel emotions, conquer anxiety, and live in a state of peace and well-being. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within and author of A New Life Await, which shares stories and messages showing us, as I said at the beginning of the show, that these challenges we're facing right now all across the world are simply a spiritual disconnect from our true state of knowingness and soul wisdom. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to metaphysicians, scientists, spiritualists, energy healers, medical professionals, and psychologists explore ways to know our physical and spiritual essences and to create our best lives. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.